Dungeoneers! Welcome to Applied Dungeoneering, the D&D 5e actual play podcast that makes a special effort to focus on the faults of others. I'm Josh, the Dungeon Master, and I'm joined as always by my friends and co-hosts. We have Daniel here. Uh, Daniel, what's a... What's one major fault that you see in AJ? Yeah, well, I mean, I, I'm sure, you know, everybody has different thoughts about, like, what, you know, what faults they see in AJ. Uh, but, you know, I kind of want to stab at one that, like, maybe AJ's not too sure about. So, like, one of the things I see about oh, AJ boy. is that, like, you know, he doesn't quite commit in a certain way. Like, he doesn't, <laughs> like, he doesn't take risks in in a certain capacity like he'll he'll normally like he oh, don't me wrong, he does a lot like when, when you know with the tools he's already working with like you know he's a great friend he's a great person but like uh normally kind of the water he treads are normally like ground that's already found like i would say aj would not be an emotional cartographer and i i think he could i think he could afford to be a little more spontaneous Wow, that- also, he's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so stupid. Uh, 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 <laughs> That's what I meant to say. Cucumber sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there, I did it. Man, like, Daniel, you, you were very... You hear that, AJ? He was really fast to list all of that off. <laughs> that was fine. I could use some... <laughs> oh, well, some maybe I had to make feedback. AJ use a safe word. <laughs> <laughs> Cucumber oh, sandwiches well. is AJ's safe No! 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 spontaneous. Is that what that meant? Well, we can talk about AJ's fragile ego later. Because okay. Janelle's here too. And you know, likewise, I was wondering, uh, how do you feel about your, your husband, Daniel, now that he's uh, dished out on one of your other friends? I think hmm, uh, one fault is probably his food sharing. Like he shares too much? Uh, no, he shares <laughs> my food with himself. Uh, <laughs> and then when we're supposed fair, to share food, he eats all of it and doesn't share. Absolutely. Well, to be scared. fair, Janelle, you're really tiny and he's he's much larger. So. Yeah, but sometimes I want to eat all my food but that's never possible because he always <laughs> decides he needs a little bit because my food tastes better because it's mine. <laughs> All right. You know, I, um, I, 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 I can take it. It's fine. They don't, I don't just, cry. I just, I just, they don't cry. They don't cry. They go hug me. He's just a big boy. <laughs> 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 Well, now that we've made two grown men cry, uh, Nate's here too. And Nate, uh, I was wondering how you feel about your your co-host Janelle, who is uh, willing to be brutally honest with how she feels. Uh, If we're going to be honest, me and Joel are placing bets on how Janelle's character would die so far. And so far, all I can say is I've lost my bet. I assumed about (laughs) 20 episodes ago and Joel said later... (laughs) However, we still have the bet going on whose fault it's going to be. <laughs> Herself or Josh's? Hey, I'm the dungeon master. It's never my fault. Well, that's why I'm going to win this bet. I'm going to do something real dumb. I'm, I'm sure of it. And that'll be the end of this. So sorry. 
Well, at least Nate's honest about how he feels about you as a player. Uh, that's good to no, have honesty all fair. in the party. All fair criticisms. <laughs> I don't think they're all fair criticisms. Cucumber sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I swear. All right, well, we'll move on because he said the safe word. Anyway, Joel's here too. And uh, Joel, you've told me in detail how many faults you see in me, Josh, but... What about Nate? Well, the only fault that I've really been able to identify in Nate is that he, he doesn't have any faults, you know? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I mean... Yeah, that's, that's messed up. I know. it's It kind of makes him like some kind of disgusting demon creature, you know? I know. There's like there's something wrong about it. He like falls into like the moral uncanny valley kind of thing. Exactly. Exactly. You know, I, I look at him, I analyze his behavior, I I analyze how he lives his life, and there's just nothing there's nothing wrong there and it makes me sick. Well now I'm getting uncomfortable. Do you mind if we move on then? Well yeah, I I would prefer that actually. Okay, well thanks. I, I appreciate appreciate what you said, Joel. Yeah. He's basically like anti-Josh. That's what I want to end it on. (laughs) (laughs) All right, now you can move on. Josh was born there to lead the podcast astray. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's okay. I've come to terms with my faults. Well, finally, we have AJ. Awesome. To be be honest, after, after that, I... I don't think I really care how you feel after Joel's but, remark to me. So, but but I, I had a thing. I anyway, just, how are you guys doing this week? Oh man, doing pretty good. I just I hold on. No, I'm gonna be spontaneous and I'm gonna stand up for myself. I have oh, some yeah. things oh, you to guys, say. You're gonna tell us how you did this week. Um, I, uh, I, I mean, I I guess I could do that. Um. Yeah. Spontaneous AJ. Get a look at Mr. You spontaneous over kind. here. Ah, I said it. You're too kind, Joel. It's a fault that you have. Yeah, I know. I've been working on that one, AJ. Yeah, Thank you so for telling me, though. Why don't you step it up and be meaner uh, to people? No, don't encourage that. <laughs> <laughs> AJ, I think what I should have said is that maybe you're a masochist. <laughs> Do your worst. You're too kind. They'll get you nowhere in this life, Joel. Well, I'm not allowed to to go too far here, so we'll have to deal with that off off stream there. With with other yeah. people, right? Because I'm you're thankful to me for showing you the way. Not 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 me though. Joel? Well, here, AJ. If you want me to cut you deeper, how about this? I no, think Joel's Joel's only too kind. You're fine people, by the way you are. So. <laughs> you didn't hear what I said, did you? No. <laughs> That's good. That's good. That's good. We'll keep it in the episode, though. <laughs> well, hold on. Now I'm, ki- what? Oh, I'm, I'm scared now. What did he say? <laughs> it's, uh, I'm, no, I'm, don't say it. Let him listen to the episode and no, find out. No, it's going to be so long. No, I don't even know if it's going to make it into the final cut. We'll see. <laughs> it's really not that funny. I was, I don't oh, know. Well, it, regardless. We about it too long. Does anybody actually want to tell me how you're doing this week? I'm doing horrible. Perfect, oh? as always. Joel, oh, Joel answered it pretty honestly to begin with. Uh, cold. It's been cold. I mean, it's it's cold because it's cold, but like cold, yeah. 
Oh, it's just a winter. Yeah. Well, you know what never gets old in a snowstorm? What, Daniel? Is 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 butter. Butter doesn't get so, old. So, yeah. So, AJ, if you could No, no. Why is it always me? Hey, come, <laughs> you were just mean to me earlier. Why I why would you choose me? <laughs> yeah, remember earlier when I said your commitment issues hurt people? That this is what I meant. What? But fine. Better me up, AJ. Because I'm churning for adventure. Ugh. Finally, somebody else besides me has to do it. I should get a bunch of Pam spray. No. <laughs> Ow, not my eyes. <laughs> That'll work. Anyway. All right. So before we get started, I'll give us a quick recap. And then we will jump back into the action. So last episode, our party restarted their journey up to Deer Hemins. After venturing into the forest avoiding the trail to stay away from the elves and their settlement, they failed their first attempt at navigation and ran afoul a pack of giant Fenris wolves. Luckily, most of them had forest charms that hid them from their sight, and they were able to defeat the magical creatures and continue on their journey. So we will jump back into this scene. Our adventurers are trekking through the forest hacking away at the thick plants that are grasping up at them, trying to prevent them from moving forward. There's just the slightest breeze rustling the trees, bringing the whispers of the leaves down to you. It's a very eerie feeling. No animals, constantly feeling like you're being watched. Not the best place. Aegon, are are you feeling okay? Should we we take a, a, a little break? You look like, um... You kind of look like you're going to fall over and die, oh, honestly. What do you mean, Gunner? I, I feel fine. Um, you sure? Really? Oh, yes, Gunner. I, I, here, just let me, uh, let me do, do something really quick. Uh, and Aegon is going to cast Cure Wounds on himself. Ah, clever. Yeah, very clever. So he will heal for 3d8. He's still uh, shrugging off the wounds from the jaws of those giant wolves. Okay, so he's going to heal for a total of 13 plus 4, 17. Nice. Ah, much better. Oh, see, what what did I tell you, Gunner? I, I feel great. Well, I I, I, was, I was just a little a little bit worried because I could see your arm bone sticking out of your elbow. So well, that's normal. That happens. To, <laughs> that happens to elves like me, Aegon. The elf. Y- 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 yeah, we're you're still going with that even after. Uh, all right. Even though it's you know just what? you guys, he's still <laughs> pretending to be an elf. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll save if you have anything, Aegon. It's conviction. Well, you don't get as far in life as me without conviction. <laughs> is that is that right? <laughs> I don't know who's laughing harder, Daniel or Gunner. Um, <laughs> actually, <laughs> Gunner probably just is thinking in the back of his head. Oh my God, this poor guy. <laughs> oh, hey, Aragon, if you need like help, I've got these uh, health potions. You know, the one that you gave me, one regular one. Uh, oh. You told me the one that has extra flavor in it is more potent, so well, if they can go down, I'll make sure to give this one to you. Well, thank you, Theo, but uh, 
I've got my magic. I don't actually need things like health potions to heal. Well, you know, but like magic sometimes runs out, as we know. No, it never runs out. It's a part of the world, I feel. (laughs) Yeah, but like sometimes you can't cast a spell. You tell me no. Are you saying you're just. I I just gotta sleep for a while and then I'll be able to. It yeah, but matter. like we're in a fight, you can't sleep. Listen, so you Theo, definitely I think we should save potion. those for you. Don't talk over me, Theo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, God. Listen, I'm sorry. You're getting I'm sorry. I've been feeling a little ill since since that worm got into my head. Oh, it's okay. I, I understand. Um, and he backs <laughs> off a little bit from you now. Uh, you just, you just, uh, yeah. You, let me know if you need anything. I'll be over here. Oh, I will. So as Theo's talking to Aegon, he starts to feel a little weird. Like, maybe... I don't know. Nate, why don't you tell me how Jasper's feeling? You can tell me uh, tell me what kind of emotions are running through Theo's head now. Oh, yeah. He's incredibly upset at the party's poor decisions and has severe doubts upon their competency. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. <laughs> so, it's a lot of emotions. He thinks this so was we- honestly the worst decision this party could have ever made still to this point. <laughs> oh, boy. See, so, yeah, Theo starts to feel this way. But, like, it's weird because he feels that. And then he also just starts feeling kind of sad. And then he also feels a lot of things in, like, rapid succession. Like a, like a lot of emotion just being processed and disappearing, resurfacing, processing, disappearing. And, like, so many of them are conflicting. Feeling angry and happy at the same time feeling lonely and with company at the same time. And it's just strange. And he realizes it's emanating from Jasper somehow. And then it kind of slowly starts to fade as you guys continue your trek forward. Now, if you want to say something, you can say it. If if anybody was watching Theo at this time, you would have seen him just kind of huffing and puffing a little bit and like grabbing at his ax, but then kind of letting it go. He, he gets all red, but then he kind of goes back and forth, almost like a chameleon. Not that rapid of succession of colors, but he's definitely, like, you can see how tense he gets, but it's just him thinking in his head, just kind of going back and forth, almost talking to himself. But then he'll, at some point, calm down and look up straight at Jasper and be very perplexed. And he'll, he'll, he'll speak up a little bit after taking a couple of big, deep breaths to kind of calm himself down. Um, Jasper, did you... Did you did you say something just a second ago? I I, I feel like you're a little upset about something. Oh, did my deceptive face leak too much information? Maybe I I don't know. I felt something kind of weird, and I looked up, and I could I could have swore I just like I knew what you we were upset about. Like, did you did you like message me or something? No. Oh. You want to talk about it, though? I mean, I, I, we can talk about it. You know, I, I make a mean sandwich. I know you don't eat, but, like, it might help the situation. No point in talking about it while on the job. I mean, all right, but, like, you know, later. I just, I really feel for you, man. We're, we're, we're teammates, you know, and I just feel like we don't bond as much. Gunner, you get it, right? But Oh, so, <clears throat> sorry, I, 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 was, I was looking at something. Don't, don't, don't. Yeah, don't look at my back. But, um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Gunner backs away from a tree, and there's some really weird mushrooms that he was picking from it. <laughs> yeah, so, um, uh, yeah, but, but, but are we talking about bonding? Oh, yeah, yeah, we're all buddies. Yeah. Oh, come on, Jasper. How about a hug? Hmm? 
Jasper, would that make you happy? You want a hug? Yeah. Yeah, you want a hug? Hmm? I love hugs. They're the greatest thing in the whole wide world. They oh, solve come all here, man. the problems. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Jasper just goes limp. <laughs> yeah, I imagine a place like this, like Jasper goes limp, Gunnar goes to like catch him and like gives him a hug, and then Theo just like bear hugs the, the of two them. of them. And picks, yeah. and picks, picks them up. up, yeah. Totally not picking up on his sarcasm whatsoever. <laughs> Uh, uh, I love you guys so much. Please, the springs, the springs. Yep, the springs of love. The springs in my back. As you guys are hugging it out, um, Tuo is getting really excited. He's trying to push Vez forward to continue the the journey. Get here, Vez, come on. No, Tuo's like pushing Vez away to... You, you too. Everybody, group hug. Let's go. All the hugging. <laughs> done, done now. Uh, and she like starts going, <laughs> and like notices that they're not particularly following. So she'll like kind of grab Aegon's sleeve and look at him, kind of like please, <laughs> and tug him forward with her a little bit, if he'll oh, follow. Okay, yes. Let's let's go, Vez. <laughs> I have to Don't keep an eye me. on you after all. <laughs> please. Uh, an eye on me. Pop! Don't worry, about it. Don't, don't worry about it. Let's let's go, yo! All right. <laughs> oh All right. So you, you guys uh, continue forward. So now you guys are gonna make another check to navigate. So last time you guys did the whole group, so it was like everyone was trying to pitch in. Everybody was trying to point out where they should go, and you guys failed your check. So once again, you guys have the option of working as a group or designating one person to make the check and someone could use their help action to give them advantage. So those are your two choices for finding your way. Because right now you do not really know where you are too well. And what was it? Survival or nature? I don't remember. It's a survival check, yep. Okay. Wisdom with survival. I mean, I'd say statistically, considering from what I recall from last time, we're all pretty bad at it, so I feel like one person navigating, one idiot trying to figure out where we're going, and one person helping said idiot is better than five idiots walking in all different directions. <laughs> so, yes. So which of us is the least idiot? Is is, is what I'm asking now. Probably Have the monk. <laughs> plus three. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. So since she's the one who's pulling Aegon forward, I guess Vez will make this navigation check as she is trying to not be enveloped in the bear hug. Yeah, and um, Aegon will help her. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Ooh, that was a 19 plus 3 on the first one. Since I have advantage. That was a 16 plus... That was her two good rolls. Good job, Vez. She really, really doesn't want to be hugged. <laughs> <laughs> Vez like rushes forward with Aegon and you like lose the rest of the group for just a, a little bit. And you and Aegon stumble through some trees into a kind of like a small clearing. And in the middle of this clearing, you see a uh, small stone monument. Um, it looks, it's a bit like a, an obelisk carved from a just kind of gray stone. Um, it's about five feet wide at the base and then about 20 feet tall. Uh, it's very weathered 
It looks really, really old. There are vines growing up all over it. Um, but even through these vines, you can see like there are some sort of inscriptions on it. Very, very old ones. And you probably you turn around, you call everyone to catch up because you found something. She'll approach it <laughs> slowly <laughs> once everybody else is there. And okay. can they make can she make out any of the writing? Is it something she may recognize? So you recognize it as a very old dialect of Elvish. Sylvan, like from like say? from like five hundred plus years ago. Did you she speaks Elvish, right? And Sylvan, yeah. Okay. What you oh actually yeah, with Sylvan, um I'm not even gonna make you make a check, because Sylvan is basically like elfier elf. Like Latin. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you start pulling the vines away to like read through it, and everyone else just kind of like looking up at it because it looks it looks pretty impressive. Um, and you decipher a lot of it, and it seems like this uh, small monument here uh, more memorializes the crossing over of the Fey folk a thousand years ago. So basically, it just tells the story of how the elves' ancestors came through Deerhamins and settled down in the areas around it. And it's very interesting because these inscriptions seem to be from about 500 years ago. So about 500 years after they crossed over. And uh, it's talking about how the vibrant and inviting forest was great, but they still really, really seem to miss their home in the fairy court. And it's it's just it's very it's it's probably just a little bit interesting because their uh, Vez's ancestors came from the fairy court as well, so you've got some sort of connection with elves. Um, but this stands as proof that what Glamier was saying about his people living here a long time ago is true. They very they very obviously inhabited this area at one point, so you know you're in the right direction. And she'll basically read aloud from it to the others. Don't make me sing a song, Janelle. I'm not going to do that. No, 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 no. She just, we're just, we're just, we're just, she's, I'm just saying that what you told me, they now know because she reads it. Okay. And she won't sing it either. She will just say it. <laughs> Tell it as a story, not as a song. Man, I, I, I just wish I, I could still remember a, a bit of Elvish. I think that one, it, it seems like most, you know, Vez, I, I I don't want to cr- criticize what you're reading, but most of what I'm picking up is they they seem to talk about the bathroom a lot. <laughs> what, 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 what's this room? Is is that bathroom? No. Or, oh, that's door. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I I get. Okay. Yeah. I, I this text makes way more sense now. I ordered a door. Does that make sense? <laughs> um, oh my god. Um, I mean, it's very old. Elvish on top of that, so gonna you know newer Elvish and it's just y- yes, this word means door. They they talk about the door a lot. Let's keep going, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I uh, I don't know any Elvish. So what does this picture of an outhouse mean? <laughs> That's not canon. What? <laughs> <laughs> There's some graffiti. It looks like someone carved an outhouse at the base of the monument. <laughs> so that's where Gunner got it. I. <laughs> it's like, huh, ye old graffiti, huh? Yeah. It also says Sven was here. <laughs> Damn, Damn Sven, Sven, what a, what a rascal. Uh, Vez, does it does it say 
like in what direction the door is from here? No, it does not. But it, like I said, it does let you know that you are getting into like the right area. Okay, cool. Kind of thing. It's uh, I'll, I think I think it's about noon now. Maybe a little bit after, a little bit after oh, lunchtime. So you guys know you're doing pretty well. Nice. All right, so that was uh, success number one for your navigation. So from here, uh, you can make a, another check to try to find your way up there. Do we want to do the same thing? That sounds good to me. Right. Yeah, yeah, Fez feels that, confident. That, it's our best course of action as far as I can tell. Hmm. Well, that one was an eight. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, no, no. One of you guys is helping me, correct? Yes. Okay. I want to continue to help. That one was better. That's a, a 12 plus 3, 15. Okay, that, that matches the DC, so you, you uh, almost yeah. get lost. <laughs> you spend about an hour uh, trekking up the woods, uh, navigating through the trees, and you eventually uh, trip over something, and you kind of like roll to not hurt yourself, and when you get back up, uh, it's you see it is a very worn down stone brick from like a building kind of embedded in the soil and you stop to kind of look around the area a little bit and you see there's more stone and you start to realize that you are looking at the foundations of an old old building and furthermore as you trek forward you find there's even more there are even some stone walls still remaining and You've stumbled upon the ruins of an ancient settlement. Looks to be about as old as the stone monument. It's pretty much been completely reclaimed by nature. Like there are vines over everything. Some of the some of the buildings actually have trees like growing up like from inside. But there's enough here that you know that there was definitely something here a while ago. And it, uh, it looks like it was abandoned, not necessarily like there's a like a big fire, so they, like things look like they were burned at some point or anything like that. Just well, like 500 abandoned. years ago, you would have no freaking idea. <laughs> the only reason it still survived is because it's all stone. And even uh, then, hardly any of it's still there. It's like, when I say walls, I mean it's like three to four feet of a section of wall is still standing. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. So it's just enough for you to know that there was a settlement here at one point. Makes sense. Makes sense. Sounds kind of pretty. Yeah, it actually kind of has a haunting feeling to it because it's it's just so empty, and just makes you wonder what the what it was like in the past. Hmm. Would it be like the same size as the other settlement, or is this like bigger than the one we've been to already? This one looks big. Like this looks like it was a legitimate settlement. Well, I mean, certainly Theo is wondering what the heck happened to all these people if it was so big. Like, what could have driven them out, or why they would abandon it. That's definitely one of his concerns. Because, I mean, obviously there's not much to go off of evidence-wise, but, I mean, there's no giant craters. So it's not like got hit by an asteroid or something. Does yeah, he voice this out loud? Uh, I think he said something about the crater thing, so like he'll, he'll say... Um, <laughs> there was a suspicious lack of craters here. <laughs> <laughs> no, is, say, is, it, is this kind of like the... Um, what, what did Fio say? Well, the houses... Like, how, what is this scale for house sizes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, his his perspective say, of the world is very unique. Yeah, <laughs> this looks say, nothing like the houses I've destroyed in the past. No, no, <laughs> no. you've never destroyed a house. Uh, 
Well, he's not a. Never mind. Anyways, <laughs> uh, he'll he'll probably just say some long lines after like thinking himself. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why. There's like no crater or anything. So why is it? Why is there no people here? I mean, just like old settlements of other people, they probably just moved and spread out as more people came, and then you know families would join families, and they just spread out across across the world. I mean, that's why there are elves in so many places now. If they I mean, all started here, but now they're everywhere. I know, I just, it, it just feels like, you know, it's like the first town it looks like, and I, I feel like a first town would be pretty big, you know? Like, a lot of firsts stay around. Like, our place had the first, like, restaurant that served chili on a hot day, and it was it was really cool because we like chili in the cold months, but, like, yeah. there's a first restaurant that did chili in the summer. It was pretty good. It was really hot. We have a competition for hot chili now, and... Yeah, Tuo, Tuo's stomach. You can hear Tuo's stomach rumbling while you're talking about Oh, uh, Tuo loves chili. chili. Do you guys know he loves chili? Is is that restaurant 500 or, or more years old, though? Uh, it's almost as old as the town. So, I mean, it's it's older than me, for sure. So, yeah. Theo, that's not that's So, not nowhere near 500. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 I was going to say, at this point, Gunner butts in is like, yeah, so so what? It's like mentally twelve, but physically twenty-four. <laughs> oh. I'd say like like twenty-eight or thirty, if you want to. Yeah, I'd probably say twenty-eight or thirty. That's a weird number. What you came up with? What made you think of that number? Hmm? What twelve? Yeah, and twenty-four. Is it because you can add them up and it makes thirty-six? I think we should keep going. <laughs> I'm implying <laughs> that I'm thirty-six. <laughs> I'm not. Th- I'm not that old, Theo. <laughs> No, it's not and, and Gunner, Gunner goes and sits by, but on the other side of one of the four foot walls. <laughs> okay, and Gunner, he, can you give me a perception check when you stop? Uh, oh, oh no. Okay. okay. This is so funny. That is a eleven. Okay, that's actually enough. So like Gunner gets all upset and he's huffing and puffing and he goes on the other side of one of the walls, and when he does, uh, he sees a large pile of rubble, like a over in the corner of what little remains of this building. And he sees that it seems to have like collapsed into a, like a hole or a depression in the ground. And he gets a little bit closer and he sees that there's actually some sort of area underneath the ruin he's standing in. Hmm. Gunner's going to go collect his comrades and have, have, have them gander upon this uh, secret area with him. So, what, what do you think is that, huh? It's uh, just just kind of chilling in there. There's probably treasure. We should probably go check it for treasure, don't uh, you think? Yeah, that hole's definitely older than 36. <sighs> yeah, Theo, it's probably older than 36. Which, which I am not. So, hey, you know, since you're so young, why don't you go ahead and uh, jump down there? Well, but is it just like a whole hole, or do we have to clear it out a little bit? You'll have to clear out the rubble. Like you can, like Gunner was just able to see that it's there, but you can't fit down until you clear it out a little bit. It'll take about thirty minutes. Oh yeah, it feels right on that. That's that's his deal. He just starts lifting rocks one by one. Wait, th- thirty minutes for one person or thirty minutes for all of us? Uh, for one person, if you all do it, you can probably just divide it. <laughs> well, just think about people. this though. Like <laughs> most of us have eight strength. 
<laughs> Honestly, I think, I think it probably will just take 30 minutes for, for Theo to do it alone. With our coordination abilities, it probably would take 30 minutes even if all of us were doing yeah, so it together. So yeah, Theo spends 30 minutes clearing it, and uh, you guys get some uh, rope to steady yourselves, because you find a like kind of a stone staircase leading down as well. A very small one, very thin one, but it's worn and broken, so you have to like stabilize yourself as the stairs kind of like shift and crumble under you. Gotcha. Is it like precocious enough that we'd have to send someone smaller than Fio down, or is it, as long as Fio has like a rope or something, he should be okay? Fio can barely squeeze himself down there, but he can get down there. Okay, yeah. I think like everyone can do. ease it. Like when I say rope, like you tie it to a tree and then you just you go down the stairs while holding on to it because it's gotcha, still a gotcha. staircase. It's just you need to be careful just in case it does break. Yeah, it's not OSHA certified. It doesn't have a railing or anything. It's it's very certainly not safe. Yeah, right. Yeah, probably can't have three points. Of, well, I guess with the rope, you can have three points of contact. <laughs> We're going to have to turn back. We didn't bring our hard hats or steel-toed boots. Oh, <laughs> Every time. That's like the one thing I always forget, guys. I'm sorry. All righty, guys. Let's turn back. Let's go. We can't violate <laughs> OSHA. Wait, wait, wait. No, but Jasper has steel toes. Oh, yeah, Jasper, you can go but down. But he doesn't have call. a hard hat on. You think that's going to hold up in an audit? Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, no. Someone Actually, I have to wear rubber toe boots to help secure for other oh, things. Gosh. All right. So you guys, so make our way. Down there. you guys climb down into this, into this uh, area under this building. And uh, you can actually, uh, since it's underground... They're like tree roots breaking through the the stone walls, so it's almost mostly dirt and roots and vines. There are no plants growing down here. You can actually see a lot of the original stone floor is still there, but it's like kind of dirty, messy, from like animals burrowing up. But against the far wall, there appears to be some sort of uh, large stone carving. Almost looks like uh, something you'd see in a temple, but like really, really, really old. Um, and it just depicts like uh, some some elvish stories. Like you know, at the top you see a, an emblem of Deer Hamins, the big doorway. You see uh, like what look to be like el like super elfy looking elves coming out. They look really really tall, gorgeous antlers, um, very very pointy ears, very majestic looking people. And then like below there are more stories showing them fighting with giants. Showing them fighting with dragons, fighting with krakens, fighting with all the big creatures of the world. And then finally, just some like, uh, what looked to be like little elves compared to the ones coming out of the gate, all like standing around and uh, working in their villages. That's not the only thing you see. Because right beneath this uh, car, this beautiful carving, is a short bow. It's made of beautiful polished wood with a very even now with still a like that a dark polish on it um it's of elven design so like uh the there's like kind of like some deer-like uh, iconography on it almost like you know antlers carved into it uh maybe like the tips of the bow where the bowstrings attach are carved in the shape of like animal heads like in this case uh, uh falcons and uh, there's some some inlay along the, the bow in uh, uh, Sylvan, and you can read it as Strike the Fates. 
the name of the bow. And beneath this bow is a small uh, stone box. Looks to be about a uh, foot wide, about six foot deep, no, six feet back. And again, it's kind of worn, but it looks like it was like clo- just closed up and left beneath the bow. Cool. Is it, uh, does it look older than the bow? Like, does it look more worn? Yes, it, it looks like it looks like it has suffered from time. Gotcha. The bow does not look like like you would not be surprised if someone said, "Yeah, I walked down here yesterday and put the bow here." <laughs> Obviously, that's not what happened. You uh, you can definitely tell there's something special about it. Cool. Because like the clamps holding it against the wall are old. Well, that's awesome. Hmm. I I think uh, Theo will nudge Gunner and say, um, "You know, you're with traps. Could you see if the boxes like?" Okay. Yeah, sure. Uh, fine. I I guess. Uh, uh, you got I guess a lot of experience, you know. Uh, yeah, but I I don't um I, mean, I don't exactly. Well, well, I I just don't like uh, thinking about those experiences. But all right. Um, okay. So, yeah, I think Gunner wants to inspect to see if there's gonna be any traps. So the box is just sitting. Like basically on the ground or yes. inside of like on the ground. Okay, okay. So then I, I would need to check the box itself for traps. Yes. Okay. So you can give me so a I'm... perception check. Okay. Well, that was a fifteen. Okay, you can tell that there are no sorts of traps or anything on the box. Awesome. Okay. Okay. I think Gunner wants to try and open it. Okay, it, it opens right up. Oh, okay. Well, easy enough. Gunner, you're so good at this. Oh, yeah, well, you know, you can pay me back by giving me whatever's in here. Gunner's going to check it out. So Gunner looks in the small stone box, and inside he can see there is a small pile of coins. They're really old coins, about as ancient as the ruin, and they're out of mint, so it's not something he can just spend but you know that you'd be able to sell them to a collector. And Gunner would later be able to count the coins, and he would know that there are 240 there. And most collectors would usually be willing to spend about two silver pieces per coin. So that's about 48 gold pieces worth of antique coins that you can sell. He was right. There was treasure down here. Holy crap. Additionally, there is a small iron key in the box as well. Whoa. Ooh. So you want the key then, right? <laughs> yeah, well, um, I'll take the whole box. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, so, and, and, and Gunner wants to inspect the key. See if there's anything cool. It's, key. It looks like it's just an old key Anti- okay. of antique design. Uh, okay, so now Gunner's gonna... Um, Gunner's like, yeah, don't get me wrong. The bow is cool and all, and we can argue about who gets it later. But I, I, I think we should look. We should grab the bow and then look around the room and see if there's anything this key goes to. Cool, yeah. Here, Theo just goes up and grabs the bow from the wall. Is it like okay, hooked on there? As soon as, <laughs> as, soon as you grab die. the bow, yeah. you hear a clunking sound from the <laughs> the clip uh, clasps holding it to the wall. And there is a spray of like some sort of gas. Oh no! That just comes out at you. <laughs> some sort of magical trap that was laid. 
Of course. <laughs> give me a constitution saving throw. <laughs> Everybody, give me a constitution saving oh, throw. Oh, no. Damn it, AJ. I didn't think you were really going to just grab it. Well, you did the trap thing on the boxing. Well, the I, box on the box. The boat probably isn't. On the box, AJ. Good God. Oh. I'm going to die in here. Yeah, probably. I get I advantage. Oh, Vio did pretty good. He got a 23. I have an 11. Uh, I got a 20. I got a 17. And you rolled with advantage, right, Nate? Because you're yes. resistant to poison as an automaton? Well, resistant to poison, and I don't need to breathe, so I get advantage on all breathing-based things. Awesome. Awesome. All right, so uh, Vez and Gunner both fail, so you guys will take full damage. Oh, no. But uh, Aegon, Jasper, and Theo will all take half damage. Oh, also, Tuo needs to roll because he's down there with you. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, that's right. So roll, roll him, too. Oh, he did awesome. Uh, give me a second. <laughs> oh, my God, Nate. So you know that bet, Nate, that you and Joel had about who was going to kill <laughs> Fez? I think you forgot to add Theo to that yeah. because he very well maybe the reason. Well, you joke, but um, this is the it was account- time he's done this though. He's no, it was accounted for. Trust me, it was Tua- accounted for. We knew about this beforehand too. Tuo got an eighteen. Okay, he'll also take half damage. Awesome. So, uh, luckily, it seems like this is a really old trap so it doesn't deal as much damage as it could have done to you. Oh, awesome. But that's 12 points of damage to those that failed and 6 to those that succeeded. So it just, like, you inhale, like, it comes out and just burns your eyes and lungs and you just go into, like, a coughing fit. Uh, but then it passes as it disperses kind of out the out the top and kind of blink a few times and you're like, oh my god. That sucked. Gunner's eyes are bloodshot, but he snaps his head around at Fia. <coughs> Fia! What? What? I didn't uh, check I, for traps. I didn't mean literally grabs a bow. I, it's oh what you said. God. You check for eyes. traps. No. No. <laughs> oh. Dang it, Gunner. Why did you fart? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he made a funny. Oh, Jasper, Woo! that was hilarious. So rude. Absolutely the most rude thing you've ever said Where'd to me. Way to go, Jasper. Might be the only thing I've said to you. Probably. Yeah, well, I'm still doing okay, but... um. To add insult yeah, to injury, uh, Gunner looks back at the clasps, and you can see hidden in the carvings, there's a little keyhole right above <laughs> where the bow was. <laughs> Gun- Gunner's gonna sigh, and he's gonna... It's like, just to make sure, Gunner's going to put the key in the keyhole. Yes! And a second enough, trap! There's another clunk as the, the clasps, like, shutter in place. Um, and then a uh, small compartment opens up right beneath the bow. And you also hear, like, oh. a clunk at the uh, um, poison spray thing as the trap, like, locks in place so it wouldn't go off. <laughs> yeah, go figure. Hmm. Uh, but at least we have a bow now and a, and a key. So, and a compartment that opened up underneath uh, where the bow yeah is. yeah. I was gonna ask what's what's in there. What's in there? This is a very wide compartment, and uh, you look in, and you can see that there are ten pristine-looking arrows. Whoa! Inside of it, and you pull them out, and they are precise arrows. 
They are magical arrows with a plus one to hit and damage when used. Awesome. But they lose their magic once they're fired, so basically ten tries. Hmm. Well, that, that could be useful. Does anybody use a bow? Aegon, maybe? Oh, no, I don't know how to use a bow, Theo. Mm. Does anyone use a bow? Me. No, I'm I'm being sarcastic. But, Theo, you've you've watched me use a bow. I'm a, I have a bow on my back. <laughs> yeah, but like, well, Vez also but Vez also has a bow on her back. I think she uses a bow more than Gunner does. <laughs> you guys, well, she she punches, and then you you use your swords. You're all slicey slicey, and and you jump around and stuff. I just figured, you know, if that's your things, then maybe someone else wanted a bow. I'm, I'm sorry, you're right. I, I I lost my temper because I have poison in my lungs and in my eyes, so I apologize if I'm being a little short with you. Don't make a joke! You're <clears throat> you're forgiven. <clears throat> Give me that. Gunner's <laughs> just going to grab the bow, and he, he walks over to Vez. Do you want this thing or not? I, I One of us gets the arrows, and one of us gets the bow. But y- you choose. I don't care at this point. Um, Do you just want to, like, um, rock, paper, scissors for it or something. <laughs> yeah, sure. Turn around. We're going to yeah, rock. Why don't you guys scissors. just do a, a roll, uh, a d20 roll off? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Janelle <laughs> and Daniel could do, do it. Rock, paper, we could do actual rock, You guys are in the same room. Why don't you guys do it together? <laughs> um, yeah. It's hilarious. Oh my God. This is great radio. Yeah. Yeah. Stop cheating, Janelle. My rock beat his scissors after we okay. tied twice in a row. <laughs> All right, Vez. Well, be, once again, what do you want? Your pick. I'll I'll take the bow then. Okay. okay. You know what? I have a feeling that maybe the arrows go with the bow. I'll, I'll fall. No, they, you, they don't. You they, take... They're just regular plus one arrows. My intuition is always wrong, but I'm figuring it out this time. I have a change of heart, and I'm going to keep Zara. That's fine, that's Gunner. Yeah, I, mean, I, I don't like metagaming too much, but I just want to let you know that they, they, they are not specific to the bow. And uh, Janelle, you can spend a short rest with the bow at some point if you would like to figure out what it does. Okay. She'll just have two bows now slung across her. <laughs> you could probably pass off your other bow to someone if you wanted. Does anybody it's a, want... it's, a sh- it's a short bow, so it's nice and nice and mobile. You want you want it, Theo? Here you go. Yeah, I could hold it. I hold she a lot of stuff. It. She she gives it to him. Awesome. <laughs> he has so many weapons on him. It's <laughs> yeah, and and Gunner Gunner's gonna say, I'm gonna be nice just as once, but don't don't think I'm not still mad at you. I just want you to actually be useful for once. What and it... he's gonna give him ten arrows. What it, hold on, what I do? I mean, I'll take the arrows, but I don't understand what I yeah. did. I followed your orders to the letter. Yeah, I know. I t- and, and see, that's... Okay. You're right, Theo. It's my fault. It's my fault that I got you to gas me. So yeah. That's fine. You're, I'm sorry, but you're, you're forgiven. <laughs> Is this a long or a short bow? I'm sorry. It's a short bow. Okay. Yes, thank you for forgiving me, Theo. You're welcome. Anyway, it, we, we've been down here too long. Why don't we... Yeah, uh, you, can still, you can still smell the air. It doesn't smell very good after the trap <laughs> Yeah, so I think Theo will help everybody get out of there. They'll just kind of boost everybody up with the rope. All right. So you guys climb out of there, and that is your second survival check. I know that, was, that happened forever ago because you guys did the searching, but finding this old settlement and whatever 
building this was, maybe a special building like a temple or something, um, definitely let you know you're getting closer. This is so cool. Guys, we're doing so good. We're doing so good. In fact, I want to really hedge our bets and, and make sure that we're really going to do good. But right before we're about ready to take off, Gunner's going to go up to Vez and be like, look, I, I, I trust you and all, but um, I want to make sure we're going to get out of here and we don't die. So um, I'm going to play you a little song. And Gunner pulls out his pan flute and does like four very lovely sounding notes. And then uh, Vez is going to feel inspired. Bardic inspired. Oh, <laughs> pretty sure that's that's, that's the name of the feature. Bardic inspired. There's a D8. Don't don't shoot your eye out. Okay, thanks. All right, because she has a new bow. I get it. Huh? Should I roll? Yeah, you know, when you make your check, you can roll with advantage if Aegon is still helping Vez. Oh yeah. And with Gunner's like inspiration, your mind's clearer, so you get to add your one D8. That is a, what, 12 plus 3, or an 8. So we're going to do a 12 plus 3, and then my Bardic Inspiration. 6. Nice. Yeah, nice roll. So. So, yeah, you you guys leave behind this, uh, these ruins of this old settlement. It's actually pretty big, too. It's a pretty big area. Um, so it takes you a while to get through it. But then you continue your way up the mountain uh, through the forest as the trees kind of begin to become a little more piney the further you get up. And after about another two hours of travel, you finally come across a, another small clearing um, with a very similar monument to the one that you found uh, a couple hours ago. Uh, but this one is very, very old. <laughs> like it is, it's actually started to crumble and there's no way you can read anything on it. Ah, damn. And as uh, as you guys move forward and begin to investigate and look around, you realize it is positioned perfectly, so that when you stand just right, like right next to the monument, when you stand just right, you can look up, and through a gap in the stones and the trees, you can actually see the stone doorway that is dear Jimenez. Oh, man. Barely. Yeah. But you can see it up there. Oh, oh that's so cool. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, share it and our other episodes with your friends, family, and co-workers. Your boss, if you're daring. Visit our website to find your copy of a D&D Quick Starter Guide, and feel free to join our growing community on the various social media platforms in the description. There, we discuss episodes, Dungeons & Dragons, and STEM topics that we all love. Thanks again for listening. We can't wait to see you here at Applied Dungeoneering. Some of the background music in this episode is from Monument Studios. Check out their other music at monumentstudios.net.